0: All right, I'm back with um, chapter six, part two of the Black Woman's Guide to Understanding a Black Man. Chapter six is titled, Employment is Getting Deep. Woo. This is page 35 at the top. The special way of walking attributed to him is very important to his mental state of mind, especially his tender. To the touch ego. As a black man develops confidence from achievement, acceptance, or recognition, his gait returns to a more normal stance, and he gives little thought to the slant of his body or his foot cadence when walking. This also applies to what he does with his hands or his arms. In a wrestling, a motivation to work is best stimulated by a knowledge of the results. The only knowledge that most black men have about the results of working is that it will help them pay their bills, dress, and have a good time. The good time may just be his ability to buy any material item he desires. This is not the right incentive for him to use to go to work, but the black man has little knowledge or familiarity with the good feeling that comes from providing goods and services for his own consumption. He has no recollection of time when he was not <clears throat> dependent upon someone else in authority over him to help him provide for him. He, he isn't versed in being in charge of his own destiny based on being self-sufficient or able to rely on his own abilities to, to supply the things he needs to survive. His lack of knowledge about the thrill of independence began about 75 years ago when he determined the only way to absorb himself into white America and match the quality of life was to pursue legal means of accountability through the courts. While involved with the failures inherent in that system, his already temperamental ego flared his emotions, jumped in, and he took to trying to shame the government and inspire enough pity from the masses to give him psychological freedom and tangible donations. Remember now, at the time he was already declared physically free, and although Europeans were over three hundred years ahead of him in business and industry, he should have began where he was and started to work his financial independence. He could have done this because studies revealed that he actually discovered much of the machinery and technology the Europeans used to speed their economy. Had he done that. He would control enough goods and services to write his own ticket and eliminating calling on the white men every time he wanted to do something. He should have done this. Would have, could have, and should have, which is as far as the black man gets in solving his economic burdens. It's conceivable that he was so psychologically traumatized by his recent enslavement that he was desperate for an immediate fix and the court seemed the shortest route. He was as wrong. Then, as he is now, but his pattern of searching for legal remedy remains. The point of these comparisons between a long time ago the 60s and current times is to reveal the black man's pattern of technique he uses to try to get what he wants. Freeing the body and freeing the mind are two completely different motions. It's not fair to charge black men across the board with being lazy and refusing to work but he is sometimes known for evoking creative ways to avoid physical labor. The black man will say that he can't find a job which pays enough to be worthwhile pretend to be injured under work Malingerings such as bad back, serious headaches, dizzy spells, or poor vision. Playing crazy to get unlimited free drugs and sympathy. Never move out of his parents' house. Usually his mother and lets her continue to support and take care of him. Become so-called professional student. Stay in school or some type of training. Changing his field of study all to avoid execute a plan for day-to-day survival by working becoming an alcoholic or drug addict to avoid dealing with reality period it's perfectly understandable that after the black man's release from slavery the last thing he wants to do was go back to work again another reason black men have problems working on a job is that it may sometimes be difficult for him to understand what he is supposed to do He may lapse on his ability to understand certain terminologies, experience discomfort at being directly given an order because he realizes immediately that he doesn't know how to do it. Black men do not always know how to mentally separate the steps of action required to complete a task. The savaging of his intellect has already been addressed in this chapter discussing his learning disabilities, But another aspect to be considered is that his lack of self worth and repression of his real nature causes him to feel so emasculated that he freezes mentally. This added to his unnatural inclination to not want anybody to tell him what to do <clears throat> makes it appear as if he is naturally hostile or slow witted. But he is a man who all his life has been told, directed, or forced to obey other people. Black men in business say that it is extremely difficult for a black man to get another black man to work with the same attentiveness and level of energy that they seemingly deliver to a white male or white female boss. They say this is another example of how black men don't respect each other or think that a black male is qualified or justified in being a boss or supervisor. Black men who say they try to hire other black men say when employed, they are torty too much, take too long for lunch, play around on the job, lie, take off from work for invalid reasons, will still undermine their efforts, argue back, sleep, come to work untidy, waste materials, work slow, and have an all-around lack, lackadaisical attitude. These allegations are duly documented as typical of their work on some jobs supervised or owned by whites. White and black men complain of another kind of behavior he exhibits on the job. He plays the clown. He will pass notes or photos a gutter humor and will stand and listen attentively at whites telling racist jokes and laugh at as if they are funny, they will also laugh at any other kind of joke a white male might share with them. They still do a lot of grinning and shuffling to try to impress their white supervisors with the affability and secret flashback of being the happy slave. This is this is an old style tactical move to get on the good side of the master. This is also called brown nosing, doing something to get special approval from the boss. Their thoughts <clears throat> and be, their thoughts and behaviors are contradictory to how they really feel, but they think that if they present their real personalities they will be viewed as a threat for attempting to overpower the boss or make the boss uncomfortable by functioning as an equal. He has a lot to deal with. Where well, every black man who is working or has ever worked in a majority white job still or has been employed as the token black has laughed at jokes that was not funny, not responded to incidents they viewed as racist, and allowed white males to disrespect them or insult unrelated black women in one way or another. He was he has swallowed all this. It has given him a permanent Lump in his throat and a crack in his mirror. Boss comes from a German word bossen, which means to beat. These days, many black men says the economy is too slow to try to get into business or attempt to do anything to make money independent of the system. There are many benefits to going into business during hard times if one can manage to get products or provide a service. Large companies who streamline their operations whose business is in recession and can no longer provide special attention and customer service is the little man or the little enterprise. Wholesale goods are lower priced, cheaper to acquire. Office space is cheaper because of failed tenants. Labor rates can be negotiated at a lower level. There are more opportunities to sell lower priced items. Blacks who say they try to, try to do business with Black men in business complain, as usual, that their prices are too high. Delivery is too slow. They don't respond to calls in a timely fashion. Will abscond gone front with deposits. Don't follow through on warranties sell defective products, take too long to finish a job, or will abandon a job before completion after they are paid in full. They use these four ups to explain why they only spend about 7% of their incomes trying to do business with black men. Every nationality in America has established clearly defined districts in which many of them have come together in the same area and open businesses. Sometimes these areas spread over several blocks on both sides of the street or consist of many malls or Or the lot. They become booming trade and cultural centers and often tourist attractions. These ethnic groups come together and agree to work together to form a business venture of some sort to display their capabilities to make a living in their own way. Chinatown districts, Hispanic, Asian, Korean businessmen are all known for basically working and living close together. They maintain their ethnic individuality while still obeying the rules and regulations of the operate to operate a business in America. The Black man has few examples nationwide of this same town or state. They do not ordinarily come together about the needs or happenings in those businesses. <clears throat> They do not purchase together. Okay, hold on. I did wrong. They maintain that. Okay, the, talking about the Chinatown in America. The black man has few examples nationwide of this kind of business unity. If they are in the same business in the same town or state, they do not ordinarily come together about the needs or happenings in those businesses. They do not share information about operational advances they have discovered, and they do not back each other up in one if one of them falls on financial difficulties these practices are unworkable for progress among like groups trying to earn a living off of a 280 million americans let's stop right there um that's the end of part two what stood out to you well again um is something, I she's working into you know separation, uh, which is something that you know I am in the Nation of Islam. Um, she, she used to be, and that is something that is needed for the black man and woman. She talks about how the black men tend to be something that they are not. They. Um, Then she does talk about the reality that they do go to jobs and display um, laziness and so forth and how they act different. If they do got a black boss versus a white boss, she breaks down the term boss, what it stands for in Germany, meaning beating. And, you know, how many of you have been afraid of the word when the boss boss comes in, oh God, even if you are good at your job? Um, another thing that's starting to rise up in me is something I did to my husband yesterday. I called him and told him that I was going to open a restaurant, I'm going to open a restaurant because I need to be cooking some healing foods and, um, everything. And I'm not going to do that, um, until he says, oh baby, it's time we can open a restaurant. I've saved this amount of money and I'm not going to say anything else about it to him because I don't, I don't want to do this to him. What's been done to the black man. I don't want no parts of it. I love him. I love my black people, my black man. And I just want, like I said, to be his heaven.